Hello, Pastor Deborah here again for another word of encouragement for you. Yes, you precious one, you who are all over the world in every culture, every nation, every faith, sex, no sex, every age, even a child, a teen, even for you in the womb, or you that are near death, this word of encouragement video is for you, to help you to learn something about yourself, something about others, to explore and search your own self, to see if this, that this word of encouragement is going to talk about is there in you. I'm Pastor Deborah. I'm going to be your encourager for today. We're coming to you out of Agape Love's Love is Here studio with a Zoom motion video from Pixabay. Pixabay is a wonderful organization that provides free motion videos. You can donate to the creator if you desire. And let's begin this word of encouragement for you. This is word of encouragement number 33. Now, if you see some red things popping up every once in a while on top of my head, that's my flowers in the background. I am not using a green screen. The one I have is too cumbersome. I haven't yet figured out how to make it better. So I'm doing these for now without a green screen. And you'll see those red flowers that are in my background pop up every once in a while. So that's what that is. This is word of encouragement number 33. It's 7 of 2022. I'm working through the weeks of 2022. You know, there's 52 of them, and we're in the seventh week so far. I'm trying to get ahead so I can record other videos, other teachings. This one is entitled, Do You Say to Yourself in Your Heart, in Your Mind, in Your Soul, Maybe Even in Your Spirit, I shall not be moved, changed, give in, for I will never be in adversity. I will never get in trouble. They will never find out what I'm doing, what my plans are. Is that you? Are we talking about you and your thoughts and your heart inside of you? This is going to be based on a scripture out of the King James Bible, the one Pastor Deborah always uses. As you know, it is the one with no commentaries by anybody. It's just the Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek words that have been transcribed into your language. The best that the transcribers could do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be in Psalms. These were songs or poems written by King David of Israel. We can now look back and see 
his heart, his thoughts towards himself, towards others, and toward the God that he served, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the King James Bible. We're going to be in Psalms 10, verse 6. So let's begin this word of encouragement with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to open up your words to us spiritually, that we may hear and see and perceive your words of spirit and life. Help us to know the truth that will set our souls free from its bondage, its oppression, vexation, fear of discovery, and our spirits to know the truth through and in your words, which are you. Help us, Father, to look inside of ourselves, to evaluate us, to allow you to evaluate us according to your righteousness and your truth. Help us so that we can find out if we say in our own heart, our own mind of our soul and our spirit, that I shall not be moved from my way of thinking, my way of pleasure, my goals and desires, even if they are not righteous, even if they are wicked and evil, and I am a liar to all, and I am deceiving others or abusing them because I know that there is something else that's got my back, and it's not you, and that it is Satan and death and the God of this world. Help us to see and look inside of our own thoughts. Mm -hmm. Help us to look back through our ancestors. Help us to look at what we believe, why we hide our true self and our true thoughts, and help us to discover if we have a belief in us that none of these unrighteous thoughts will ever be discovered because I will never let them out. Therefore, I'm never going to be in jail, impeached, killed, assassinated, brought down low, humiliated in front of myself, my family, the world. Mm -mm. Father, help us to see if we say this within ourselves. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, let's begin. Verse 6, the wicked in heart says in his heart, his mind of his soul to himself, I shall never be moved. You can't change me. I am set in stone for I shall never be in adversity, get in trouble. You can't move me. I will never change. That is what this scripture says. Are you one like that? 
Is that how you think inside of yourself? Is that your attitude of your mind? Many politicians are like that. Business owners, fathers, mothers. Mm -hmm. Many people live evil, wicked lives, have evil, wicked thoughts in the privacy of themselves. Do you know that this God of King David sent his truth into the world inside of a dirt body named Christ Jesus? And this Christ told us that at one time you had learned and were told that if you physically do something, like say you're married to one person and you choose to go out and have an adulterous sexual relation with another of any sex or age, you have physically and emotionally become an adulterer to your spouse. Now, he comes along and says, you heard that. That was the law for your body. Don't do that. Don't take your body and give it to somebody else when you're already taking a vow and an oath to another. Mm -hmm. You could do that if you had a job and you decided to sell some secrets to another business. Well, you took an oath when you became one company's employee. Now you're selling their business to another. You're an adulterer to your employer. Mm -hmm. If you take an oath as a politician to speak the truth, to help a nation, and you decide not to tell the truth, you are now an adulterer against the people you were elected and you vowed to serve. You may have put your hand on a holy book and vowed an oath. Mm -hmm. King David is saying, is that you? Are you saying these things on the deep inside of you? Well, when this Christ Jesus came along in his earthly life, he said, I want to take that thought, those actions, into the realm of the spirit. I want to take it where your thoughts are formed, your concepts and principles are developed. I want to take it into the culture of you on the inside. He said, if you even have a thought, you imagine, you desire in the deepness of yourself. When you look at something and you desire it to be yours and you imagine yourself maybe living in a house that's not yours, being in a relationship sexually with somebody else, even though you've been betrothed to another. Or maybe you imagine yourself to be a different sex than what you biologically are. Or maybe you imagine that you're the savior of the world or you're something else or you want something else. He says when you even imagine it, desire it, Deep in your heart, your mind, you have already done it. For he tells us that as you think in your heart, your mind, your soul, 
the deep caverns of your heart and your spirit. You've already done it. It's a done deal. It's just not played out yet in the natural. So if you have a sexual affair, we'll say, and you're a married person, but your sexual affairs is with another, you have those desires. This Christ Jesus says you have already done that. You don't have to do it in the natural anymore because he's looking deep into your heart, your thoughts, your concepts, your desires. So here we learn from King David, the wicked in their heart and mind, imagine and say to themselves, you can't change me. I've been like this my whole life. I ain't budging. I want what I want. I'm going to be the king. I want pleasure from whatever source. I'm going to get back at people. I'm going to have no forgiveness on anybody. I want to be rich and famous. He says, you've already done all of that in your mind and in your heart. No, it never has to play out in the natural. Because this Christ Jesus, he goes deep into your thoughts. So your thought life is very important. Your thought life comes from your feelings, your child development, your culture, your faith. How you were raised in your family. Also, it can come through the generations. Mm -hmm. That's right. So King David is saying, is that you? Are you wicked in your heart? In your mind? And you believe nobody's ever going to catch you because you never really tell us what you really think what you're really trying to do. We see that all the time with businesses, corporations, community people, mm -hmm. politicians, leaders. Mm -hmm. We see it all the time, the wickedness in people's hearts. But most people want to believe what their mouth is saying. They want to be deceived. They're bewitched. They almost have a spell of concealment placed on them. They really don't want to challenge any leader. And if they do, they might get kicked off social media. They might get the FBI or some enforcers after them. Because mm -hmm. these people are wicked. In their heart, their thoughts, their mind. Now we're going to go to Psalms 30, verse 6. Psalms, again, it was written by King David when he was king of Israel. He says in verse 6, In my prosperity, I, the wicked in heart, says to himself, I shall never be moved. It means I ain't changing course for nothing. I want what I want. I'm going to do what I want to do. You can't stop me. I'll have protection around me. I'll have people protecting me. 
I'll have propaganda speeches going out. I'll never take the blame and you'll never get me. I'll never be in adversity. I'll do what I want to do and retire. I just told a powerful, powerful Russian oligarch yesterday who owns lots of businesses that that's wonderful. Told him to be a good shepherd over the businesses and the people, the money. But that I was a shepherd over the part of us that lives on after death. He can't take any of his money with him. Can't take any of his businesses with him. Only thing he can take is the human spirit with him. A lot of people want to just live for today. And they want to retire with a powerful legacy and fame and be known as the most and the best person, leader the world has ever seen. Some of them are just doing what their colleges taught them to do. Some of them just want to be in the place of power all their lives. They never want to succeed it to the next generation. They never want to lift up young ones that will take their place. They don't want to be those kind of teachers and shepherds. They want to stay relevant. They want to be in the news. They want to be making comments on everything that's happening. They want people to listen to them and think that what they're saying has powerful, powerful wisdom in it. These are people who are wicked in their thoughts, their heart, and mind. King David takes us to Isaiah in the Old Testament. Isaiah was a wonderful prophet. He was given the privilege of seeing much that was to come in the future about this kingdom that was coming and a king that was carrying it with him. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah 56, 11 through 12. Yes, they, the Lord says, the wicked in heart are greedy. They are greedy dogs. They cannot even bark like a dog, but they are dogs. They are animals which can never have enough, never be satisfied. And they, these wicked in heart, these dogs, these animals, these beasts of the field, they are your wicked shepherds, your rulers, your leaders. They cannot understand these wicked shepherds, rulers and leaders, people, the wicked in heart, in their mind, in their thoughts, they cannot understand what they're doing, why they're doing it, who they're really serving. They have no wisdom and understanding of righteousness, of justice, of mercy, of being a true shepherd and protector 
of others. They, these wicked in heart, these dogs, these beasts of the field, all look to their own way. They're only cared about themselves. They don't want to be humiliated. It's all about me, me, me. I will be at the top. I will be the one everybody looks to. I will be the one that the history books will write about. I will leave a powerful legacy and I'll get paid for it. I can have all the sex I want with any age of person, any sex. I can break glass ceilings. I can raise the most money from my political party. I'm the high priestess of the temple of our government. Mm -hmm. Isaiah says these people who are wicked in their thoughts and heart, in their soul and spirit, they look the other way. They do not see beyond themselves. They only look for their own gain, prosperity, how it helps them, how they can stay in leadership, rulership, how they can stay on the top. I see that a lot with pastors. They start a church. They pass it on to their son. Maybe he wasn't called to do that. They never retire and mentor up the next generation. They won't move over. It won't mentor them. It won't give them the opportunity to be a leader. No, they're just looking out for themselves. They consider themselves to be almost a god themselves, the top one. There was a guy that did that. His name was Lucifer, the son of the morning, the first age. He had so much glory and beauty that was given to him by the God of all creation. But that glory blinded him and his heart became wicked, twisted and perverted. All he wanted was all the worship and service and praise for his beauty that was given to him that he did not own for himself. People think that they can kill babies in the womb and yet be a loving mother. They think they can vote for abortion and be a kind and loving person. When you remember the dead from a bombing that was shot and you don't remember every little baby that never had a chance because you voted for abortion. You voted for the politician and the law, and you paid money to the government to give it to the abortion people. You cannot be a loving spirit. You're double-minded. You're wicked in your heart and your thoughts. So a wicked in heart. Isaiah said they are greedy dogs, never satisfied. They have no understanding. And they are only after gaining anything just for themselves. Many will use their own family members like a godfather of the mafia, force them into all kinds of service to other nations and people mm -hmm. just to get money. 
They will prostitute their own children out. Many leaders do that. Mm -hmm. And then they have to pay. Whatever comes in has to go back to the head of the family. Mm -hmm. Done all the time. Mm -hmm. You might be one of them. Now we're taken to another scripture, Ezekiel 34, 2. Excuse me, Ezekiel 34, 1 through 5. Verse 1. And the word of the Lord came unto me, Ezekiel, saying, Ezekiel was another prophet. He had a lot of trips out of his body called an out-of-body experience. Pastor Deborah has that all the time. All of humanity, their spirits leave their bodies. It can happen in abuse, trauma, in childhood, even in the womb. It can happen in teen years, adults. People travel. I didn't know that when I got started. But Ezekiel used to be taken up into the third heaven, the place of the kingdom of heaven. His spirit went. Oh, it was so powerful up there because it takes you a while for your spirit to get strong, to even stand up in that powerful glory. He had to have help. So Ezekiel is telling us that the word of the Lord came to him, spoke to him, and said, Son of man, Ezekiel, I want you to prophesy, speak, proclaim to and against some people. I want you to say unto these, the wicked in heart, these shepherds, these rulers and leaders of nations and of families, businesses mm -hmm, of Israel, the people of the land. God considers all humanity to be Israel, which means prince which means you were born to be a royal one, but you're not there yet. You are being mentored and trained. At this time, Israel was not ready to bring forth the seed that was to come. They were a mess. And so God was telling Ezekiel, I want you to speak to these people. So I'm going to speak to you what God told Ezekiel, and this is to you. Whether you are in Israel, out of Israel, not there yet, don't even believe in this God. You listen. Thus says the Lord, God unto the shepherds, the rulers and leaders. Woe, curse be to the shepherds of a nation that do feed themselves that are greedy just for themselves, that corrupt and steal the resources and vex and torment the people and oppress them for their own gain. Should not you, the shepherds, the leaders and the rulers, feed the people of your nation, these flocks? These are my people, God says. They are my sheep and you are not attending to them. You're only attending to yourself. You're only taking everything out of the nation for yourself. Verse 3. You wicked shepherds, eat the fat. And you wicked shepherds, 
clothe yourself in the wool, the resources of your nation and people, the products that your people produce. You kill them, the people, the sheep. You sell the babies. You sell workers. You sell your resources to others. You are a trafficker of everything. You're greedy for gain, he says. You kill them. You allow them to be killed and aborted in the womb. You allow culture and religions to kill people. You allow people to be oppressed and vexed. These are my sheep. All of humanity are. They are my people. God was telling Ezekiel that you are to feed and care for. You are to raise up that you care for, but you raise them up to devour them for your own pleasures and satisfactions. This was not good. What God was telling these people through Ezekiel, He is pointing out the thoughts of your wicked heart, your desires, and telling you what you're doing with people and resources. You are a shepherd, the leader, the ruler of a nation, maybe a family, and you're abusing your own children, your wife. Maybe you're stealing from your own business, lying, cheating, stealing. Maybe you're allowed to marry an eight-year-old. Why? Because you want babies. You want to have lots of babies. And instead of waiting for them to grow up and have the mental and emotional capacity to be a loving partner, you just take a child. And instead of going in the front, you go in the back. And you have your permission of your imam to do that. Some leaders have harems. I just heard a Hollywood star. He's married and he wants to be happy. And so does his wife. So they now have what they call an open marriage because he's not happy with just one. He doesn't even know what happiness means. He wants to be loved. It's all about him. And I want to make myself happy, whatever that takes. Oh, and he even said, I've had dreams and thoughts of maybe having 20 women for myself, traveling with me wherever I go. He's into happiness from sex. He wants to be told that he's loved, but yet he's a multimillionaire. He's a very attractive man. He's rich, beautiful family, but he's not happy. His heart is still evil and wicked. He has not found what really happiness is. He says, but I'm looking for it. And I have a duty to myself to make myself happy. I'm not here to make my wife happy. And she's not here to make me happy. Doesn't even understand marriage and the relationship. It's all about me. If that means I need 20 women to make me feel happy. Sex can become a drug like any other drug or even like sugar or salt or alcohol. There's a lot of pleasure in the brain. When you have a sexual organism, you're being touched, you're touching, the chemicals are flowing, 
The dopamine is running. You're just a sex addict trying to get more and more and more. You're just greedy, wicked in heart. You have no concept of happiness, what it means for the soul, how to get it. Don't know where it comes from. Mm -hmm. He's quite happy. His wife seems to be happy. They seem to be happy because they're each trying to find their own way to happiness. So he is saying, the Lord of King David and Ezekiel, to Ezekiel, <laughs> you go tell these people, all of humanity this. And some examples of a wicked shepherd of a nation. Abortion for money. Body parts. Deceiving the women saying, it's okay to sacrifice them to the God of the government. We will sanction your sacrifice, the shedding of this innocent blood, and you will be happy. You will not be weighed down. Nobody will know your shame. You've given a sacrifice. But instead of that, we'll call it, you're taking care of yourself, your health care. By getting rid of this cancerous tumor, this cancerous growth that you don't want to have to take care of. You might be lawless and use lawlessness for control. Mm -hmm. You might be one of these that is going to become desire to have property, wealth, companies, fame, fortune. But when you get it, you're never happy. You don't have enough. Maybe you're looking just for unlimited pleasures and control. Did you know that you can have all kinds of pleasures with just your eyes looking at pictures? Mm -hmm. And your body responding. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to be the trade what you have for something else. And if you have nothing, maybe you'll go steal something. A person, maybe. I see that. I just heard that. That in a country that's had several earthquakes killed their president. They are now kidnapping people, missionaries, for money. So now they're going and they're going to do a trade. We need money, so we'll kidnap a person. Maybe whatever you do with your wicked thoughts, it's all for legacy. I just heard that some leaders who no longer can be elected and rule in the highest place of government and their nation, they would like to just have a sort of empty vessel that they help get elected, but they'll put all their people in and they'll run the government from the shadow of their basement. Just have an earpiece, this one said, in somebody's ear. And they'll just repeat what this former leader wants. Do you believe that could go on? Because mm -hmm. some governments, you can only run a few times and you're done. But if you have a great rural plan and you think you the man, then you will find a way to keep running the government from the shadows. Some people might call that the shadow conspiracy. 
Mm -hmm. You just got an avatar up there, a robot. I saw that years ago in a Star Trek movie, a Star Trek show when it was on television. Captain Kirk and Spock ended up on some planet, and there was a former Star Trek captain who was sort of drugged out, and he would get on this television and this radio, and you could tell he was just a robot for that nation. It was horrible to see the condition of the man. A lot of people are like that. Just give them money, give them palaces to live in, give them anything they want. And they'll do whatever you want them to do. They might lie to the people on television, say one thing and do something else. Drag their feet, change their mind. It is interesting when you start looking to see if somebody has an evil, wicked heart and thoughts. And you start looking behind in the realm of the spirit. And you start looking in people's souls what is really going on. Could be that somebody is working sort of under the radar for to produce new governments, new ways to control and oppress people. We've seen this throughout history. The workers rise up because they don't like the leaders because the leaders were bad. Whether they were kings or queens or elected people. And the workers rise up and then they elect somebody and then it gets worse. When you're a leader, it is very hard. Even the leader of a country, a business, a family. Some people have wicked hearts because they've been abused. And they will do anything to get authority, power, and put the abusers in place. It's revenge in many different ways. Verse number four. These shepherds and leaders that are wicked and greedy dogs, he says they are diseases. They are sick sheep. Those that are weak and small. Verse four, God goes on and tells Ezekiel something very powerful. He says, the flock that I have given you, the nation, the family, the business, the different communities, maybe the opportunity to be on social media. He said, there are diseased sheep and people out there. They're sick. They're weak. They're small and have been abused. They're poor in nutrition. And oh, you wicked in heart, he says. You wicked shepherds and leaders and rulers have not strengthened them. Neither have you who are wicked in heart. You shepherd and leader, you ruler. You have not healed those that are and were sick and that have been infirmed, weak or unable to protect themselves like the baby in the womb. You didn't protect them. You gave through the government and law permission, legal permission to sacrifice these babies. And who benefits from that? You do. If you are a high priest or priestess, 
and you serve the God of your government and you provide money through baby parts, medicine from their stem cells of aborted fetuses, that's who you are, wicked in heart. You have not protected the babies in the womb, children, too afraid of jumping in against what faith, culture, don't even protect children, teens. You hide reports. You hide behind uh, multiculturalism. You hide behind shields. You put the information in classified documents. You don't want anybody to know the truth of your wickedness. And what really happened? Well, Pastor Deborah can read that even if it's in classified areas. And God of Ezekiel, King David, and Isaiah knows it all. And if he wants Pastor Deborah to know it, he will tell me. There's nothing wicked you have done. No cover-up that you can do. No motive of your wicked heart and mind that is not known. It is laid bare before this God, and he can share that information with me, and he does, and with anybody that he chooses. You have not helped those that are lost for whatever reasons, that have no food, no job security. You rob the country, you rob the people, you kill your own nations, you open the floodgates of your borders, you allow others to come in illegally, you will give place to people who beat women, who desecrate your God that you say you serve. You will also not allow the government to reach out to righteous people. In fact, they become domestic terrorists to you. You have a plan, a wicked shepherd and leader. You're trying to reach the next generation of people. I already know that. I already prayed that none of that will happen. There have been seeds of flowers planted that will come forth in the right time. All that you have desired, a wicked one, wicked in heart, will not occur. There's a mighty God of Isaiah, Ezekiel, King David, Pastor Deborah, that works against you. And your wicked heart, your greed for gain. God goes on to Ezekiel and says, Neither have you, O wicked in heart, you shepherd and leader and ruler, bound up that which was broken. The laws of justice. My wounded sheep need justice. You've not bound up the relationships and the governments. Neither have you, O wicked in heart, you shepherd, you ruler, you leader, you father or mother of a family or business owner. You have not brought again all who were driven away, taken off, separated from me, the king of righteousness, love, joy, and peace. You have not helped them to return to me. You let them stay in sin. You let them stay as strays. You help them to be bewitched. You put a spell of concealment on them. And then you oppress them and vex them. 
These were not nice words that God was telling Ezekiel to prophesy and proclaim to the people. And he's doing it now to you because he knows you may not know, but you are wicked in your heart, your thoughts, and your concepts. He said, also, neither have you, O wicked in heart. You shepherd and ruler and leader sought out, went looking for all that was lost. Have you gone to try to find the people that you sold off to slave traders? Have you gone looking for the money you took? Oh, no, you hide it in offshore places. You don't even go looking and caring for the poor that stay. You leave. You've not gone and looked for those that are in such need of help. But instead, oh, you wicked in heart, you, the shepherd and ruler and leader, with force and violence, threats of death, threats of oppression, slavery, and through words and deeds and with cruelty, you abuse and lie and deceive through violent words and deeds. You kill the hope for freedom. You kill everyone that stands in your way, even if it's just through mental oppression, propaganda. Force them to do what you want or they get fired. Force them to bow before you or they will lose their job. You have ruled them, he says, my sheep that don't even belong to you. You have unfed them. They have become diseased and ill and grievous. They're sick. Their hearts are broken. They're lost. They can't trust the government anymore. They can't trust leaders because of you, O oh, wicked in heart. Verse 5. And they, these that you treated from your wicked heart with cruelty and violence, they were scattered in their thoughts from my fields. I need them to believe in government. So they will believe in mine, he says. But you've scattered them from trusting government. I want them in my pastures where I can feed them. I want them believing that they're not being lied to by shepherds and leaders and rulers. You did not lead them to living water of truth and righteousness and justice. Because you were not a righteous shepherd leader or ruler to them. And they, my sheep, this God is telling Ezekiel, became just food and prey, meat and slaves to all the beasts, the greedy dogs of the field, you, when they were scattered among the nations. This God of Ezekiel was speaking 
powerful words for Ezekiel to say. When you read it, you hear the brokenness of this loving God, the anger he has at the sheep, the anger he has at the shepherds, and the rulers and the leaders who are wicked in heart, in their thoughts, who are serving another God called the God of this world, Satan. They're serving pleasure, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And they don't want you to know it. And this word of encouragement is look at yourself. Even look at your leaders. Ask yourself, are they wicked in heart? Are you one of those that has a wicked heart? Evil thoughts and pleasures and desires. Could this God be speaking to you through Ezekiel again? If he is, and you discover your thoughts are wicked, and you are just a greedy dog, a beast of the field, and you have abused and misused other humans, nature, animals, resources, money, businesses. There's hope for you. This God of Ezekiel and Isaiah and King David and Pastor Deborah will forgive you all that wickedness. In fact, he will cause that wickedness to go into the sea of forgetfulness. He will bring your spirit out of that womb, that dark cave of evil wickedness, and change it from a beast of the field that's greedy for gain to a righteous spirit, born again into light and life and filled with righteousness and glory. Then he'll Keep it in your physical body and your spirit then will transform your soul and your soul will no longer have wicked, wicked thoughts. You will no longer abuse humanity or resources. There's hope for you, but first you must discover that you have a wicked heart. And that your thoughts are evil and greedy of gain for yourself. You have lied not only to yourself, your family, and the world. And you are an evil, wicked shepherd, ruler, and leader. And that you have been serving another God, God of this world. And you have been a servant of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. When you can get there. This God will say, wonderful, now let's change you, make you new, birth you, brand new, give you a Hebrews 4.12 out of the darkness of this wickedness, out of that womb, out of that garden of darkness of your soul. Come forth, come forth into the light of a righteous heart. We'll take time for you to learn that. It will take your heart desiring to be new and different. Some people know they need help. Others, they are, their conscience is so seared that they have no idea 
and it takes a powerful experience. You'll see that in a movie called Steel Toes, when a young neo-Nazi is broken by the love and forgiveness of another. Excellent movie to see. There's hope for you. That's this word of encouragement. You don't have to stay a wicked shepherd and ruler and leader, a greedy dog, a beast of the field. You don't have to stay there and be and continue. You have to admit not to the world, but to God and some others. And maybe he will ask you to get on the cameras and admit what you have done. And ask people to forgive you and step down from your position. Give back the money and the riches that you've had. Make amends for those you've hurt. Maybe you had sex with underage people. And you need to pay them for that. And admit maybe you need to go to jail for breaking the law against people. Maybe you sold people into human trafficking. Maybe you brought drugs into another country just for money. You didn't care who died, who took them. You don't care. You just wanted money, greedy for gain. Sometimes God will tell you to get on television and make a full confession. Most people are very forgiving. But if you broke the law, you need consequences. You cannot keep breaking law. If they allow you to do that, you will learn you can do anything you want to do. And there's no consequences, but they will catch up to you. That's right. If you break the law of another nation and you break into it as an illegal immigrant, I don't care if you pray to God, Mother Mary, Allah, they ain't going to hear you. There'll be no blessings for your family. Death will come to all. Mm -hmm. And then when you face the judge of the universe, you'll have no defense there for you. And he will play the videos and the tapes of your mind, your thoughts, your actions. And it will be in the courtroom. And you will be judged. But there's hope. If you will now examine yourself and ask yourself, is my heart wicked? Do I have these wicked thoughts? Am I a wicked person against other people? Am I a wicked leader and shepherd and ruler? Have I done all these things that... The God of Ezekiel is accusing me of, even if I don't know him. There's a higher judgment above every God, every prophet and teacher, every government. Everybody will face it at death and right after death. So be encouraged. Let's get this cleaned up now. Let's get your heart changed to a righteous loving, kind, helpful, shepherd, ruler, and leader. Whether you're a mother, a father, business owner, it doesn't matter. There's hope for you. And this video is here to help you to know that. So let's pray. Dear Father, your word went out. You know who needs these words. I ask that you speak and offer the mercy of the court of the universe, that you apply the words of Christ Jesus, of Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Even though some of them do, Father, they know exactly what they're doing.
and why they are doing it. But Father, your mercy and love extended beyond death to all eternity, to every human. Father, your heart desires to reach every wicked heart, every dog that's greedy, never fulfilled, every beast of the field in his heart to change them, to be a righteous, caring, truthful, and honest shepherd and leader and ruler according to your laws of the kingdom. Father, help them. Call them to the altar and to your holy of holies. Help them to be have a conscience that's no longer seared. Help them, Father, to see into their own selves, their own heart, their mind, their thoughts, and to discover, are they wicked in heart themselves? In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, I'll see you again in the next word of encouragement. This one was a little harder, but we have to help you. And sometimes, as you know, when you're sick, you need to be helped. And some of the medicine is very painful. If you have cancer, they got to put some radiation, chemotherapy, you lose your hair. You have all kinds of things to stay alive. So sometimes treatment is painful. Discovering you have a wicked heart and you have mistreated those that you were to care for. You've stolen from them and your nation. It will hurt. All you have to say is, show me the truth, then admit it, then ask what you can do to rectify it. It's, it's not hard, but it is. In the name of Jesus, he's there to help you, and he will. Love. Bye, Pastor Deborah.